Welcome, you're listening to the Daily Day Podcast. Episode 5, Still Moving. Monday. While we were in Lisbon, I went to see the Andamento Choir. In Lisbon at the moment is the Festas de Lisboa, which is a festival happens every June celebrating Lisbon culture and stuff and they have loads of events going on around the city. One of them was the Andamento Choir which is a choir as you can see pretty small um, and they're just singing normally. Every now and then you'll notice they stop. That isn't part of the scheduled performance, they're being told to stop by the conductor who is guiding them through their performance. The conductor as you see looks so happy every time she makes them stop. It's almost like she's never conducted before. She looks so happy, like, look, I have this power, look what I can do. The reason that she's acting like that is that she hasn't ever conducted them before. The Andamento Choir is uh, a choir that just stand in silence with a conductor's stand and a conductor's wand in, I don't know what the actual word is, in front of them, you know, the stick thing. And they just stand there uh, in silence, waiting for someone to come along and conduct them. Now. It can be anybody. You can just go up, take the thing, and just start. And they sing their piece in response to what you're doing. Hopefully, you already have figured out where this story ends. <laughs> that was the most fun. I'm, I'm shocked that I didn't do it for longer. It was so great. I am in Madrid in Spain. Tomorrow I'm leaving for Barcelona and I'll talk to you then. Um, just to let you know, if there's ever a time where I don't get internet and, and there's no daily day that appears, don't freak out. Uh, it might happen. I've had like pretty bad internet since I've been here, but I've been like going to Apple stores and Starbucks coffees and stuff to try and upload the videos. Um, but you know, there might be times where I just can't do that. So uh, yeah, just letting you know in advance. But this, I've had time to like edit and stuff, so I'm, I'm pretty chuffed with that. Uh... <laughs> Tuesday. This is the five mindfulness training certificate. When I went to Tokyo, uh, there's this whole ceremony for people that want to receive the five mindfulness trainings, which basically means you are committing to live your life by them as best you can and uh, there were about 150 people that all did it it was really nice we were all sitting like cross-legged on the floor there was a lot of bowing and uh, and we recited the trainings and then we got this certificate which has all the trainings in it and uh, you're supposed to uh, read these at least once a month um, I try and read them every two weeks and I wanted to share them with you so I've talked about them a bit before but I haven't actually told you what they are um, so I'm just going to read it, and then I'll, I'll talk about like my feelings on it and stuff another time. Uh, it says in this, the five mindfulness trainings represent the Buddhist vision for a global spirituality and ethic. 
They are a concrete expression of the Buddha's teachings on the Four Noble Truths and the Noble Eightfold Path. We'll ignore that for now. The path of right understanding and true love leading to healing, transformation and happiness for ourselves and for the world. To practice the trainings is to cultivate the insight of interbeing which can remove all which can remove isn't this all discrimination, intolerance, anger, fear and despair. If we live according to the five mindfulness trainings, we are already on the path of a bodhisattva, which again I will skip over. Knowing we're on that path, we are not lost in confusion about our life in the present or in fears about the future. So <coughs> these are the trainings. Uh, so the first one is called Reverence for Life. Aware of the suffering caused by the destruction of life, I am committed to cultivating the insight of interbeing and compassion and learning ways to protect the lives of people, animals, plants and minerals. I am determined not to kill, not to let others kill and not to support any act of killing in the world, in my thinking or in my way of life. Seeing that harmful actions arise from anger, fear, greed and intolerance, which in turn come from dualistic and discriminative thinking, I will cultivate openness, non-discrimination and non-attachment to views in order to transform violence, fanaticism and dogmatism in myself and in the world. So that's so much nicer than just don't kill. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a real, it's a philosophy almost, I love it. The second one is called True Happiness and it's basically about lying. Um, aware of the suffering caused by Oh no, it's stealing, it's about stealing, sorry. <laughs> and I burped. Aware of the suffering caused by exploitation, social injustice, stealing and oppression, I am committed to practicing generosity in my thinking, speaking and acting. I am determined not to steal and not to possess anything that should belong to others. And I will share my time, energy and material resources with those who are in need. I will practice looking deeply to see that the happiness and suffering of others are not separate from my own happiness and suffering, that true happiness is not possible without understanding and compassion, and that running after wealth, fame, power and sensual pleasures can bring much suffering and despair. I am aware that happiness depends on my mental attitude and not on external conditions, and that I can live happily in the present moment simply by remembering that I already have more than enough conditions to be happy. I am committed to practicing right livelihood so that I can help reduce the suffering of living beings on earth and re reverse the process of global warming. Um, third one is true love. Aware of the suffering caused by sexual misconduct, I am committed to cultivating responsibility and learning ways to protect the safety and integrity of individuals, couples, families and society. Knowing that sexual desire is not love and that sexual activity motivated by craving always harms myself as well as others, I am determined not to engage in sexual relations without true love and a deep long-term commitment made known to my family and friends. I will do everything in my power to protect children from sexual abuse and to prevent couples and families from being broken by sexual misconduct. Seeing that body and mind are one, I am committed to learning appropriate ways to take care of my sexual energy and cultivating loving-kindness, compassion, joy and inclusiveness, the four basic elements of true love, for my greater happiness and the greater happiness of others. Practicing true love, we know that we will continue beautifully into the future. 
The fourth mindfulness training is loving speech and deep listening, uh, which is, this is the lying one. Aware of the suffering caused by unmindful speech and the inability to listen to others, I am committed to cultivating loving speech and compassionate listening in order to relieve suffering and to promote reconciliation and peace in myself and among other people, ethnic and religious groups and nations. Knowing that words can create happiness or suffering, I am committed to speaking truthfully, using words that inspire confidence, joy and hope. When anger is manifesting in me, I am determined not to speak. I will practice mindful breathing and walking in order to recognise and to look deeply into my anger. I know that the roots of anger can be found in my wrong perceptions and lack of understanding of the suffering in myself and in the other person. I will speak and listen in a way that can help myself and the other person transform suffering and see the way out of difficult situations. I am determined not to spread news that I do not know to be certain and not to utter words that can cause division or discord. I will practice right diligence to nourish my capacity for understanding, love, joy and inclusiveness and gradually transform anger, violence and fear that lie deep in my consciousness. And the last one is uh, nourishment and healing. Aware of the suffering caused by unmindful consumption, I am committed to cultivating good health, both physical and mental, for myself, my family and my society, by practicing mindful eating, drinking and consuming. I will practice looking deeply into how I consume the four kinds of nutrients. It's like the four, thing, the four kinds of things you can consume, which are edible foods, sense impressions, um, so things that you absorb, the things that you experience through the senses, volition, uh, which is like your will to life, your ambition, uh, and consciousness. I am determined not to gamble or to use alcohol, drugs, or any other products which contain toxins, such as certain websites, electronic games, TV programs, films, magazines, books, and conversations. So that's not saying like, don't ever watch TV, don't ever read, it's like, not to use products which contain toxins, which include certain websites, certain games, certain TV shows, etc. I will practice coming back to the present moment to be in touch with the refreshing, healing and nourishing elements in me and around me, not letting regrets and sorrow drag me back into the past, nor letting anxieties, fear or craving pull me out of the present moment. I am determined not to try to cover up loneliness, anxiety or other suffering by losing myself in consumption. I will contemplate interbeing and consume in a way that preserves peace, joy and well-being in my body and consciousness and in the collective body and consciousness of my family, my society, and the earth. Um, so yeah, that's, those are the rules. <laughs> well, not even rules, those are the teachings. Um, they're called, they're the practice. You practice them. Um, Brother Shiny, my favorite monk in Plum Village, his name is uh, Fat Chu, um, but it means Dharma Shine, Dharma Radiance, and so a bunch of kids started calling him Brother Shiny, and now all of everyone calls him Brother Shiny. Anyway, um, he's my favourite monk, and he said to me that you can't really break um, a mindfulness training unless breaking the training causes suffering. So, you know, you do your best, and when you fail, you learn from it. And, uh, yeah, I think I, I like them a lot. So, that's the path that I'm on, and um, I'll make other videos about, you know, stuff to do with this, because that is the point of this channel. 
Wednesday. Live from Barcelona, this is the Daily Day. Yesterday I uploaded a video about the five mindfulness trainings and I filmed it here yesterday morning and then couldn't upload it from here. It wasn't, it was having trouble on the phone or the Wi-Fi or something, I don't know. So we went to an Apple store 20 minutes away where I then spent about an hour just trying to get this video online. It wasn't going through on my phone. I tried airdropping it to one of the laptops there uh, to send it from there and that wasn't working. Then I sent it to Sarah's phone. Sarah's just sitting sort of patiently just waiting for me to do it. Um, and it, it was really stressing me out because I'm in Barcelona, right? I want to check out all the sites and stuff. And I couldn't because I was trying to teach people about Buddhism. So after about an hour of it just not working and no clear solution in sight really, uh, I finally just went, I don't want to do this anymore. Let's just leave. Let's just forget it. And I instantly felt much better. Um, we went straight for food because we've been up for like since about eight and we hadn't had food yet. Went for food, had a really nice day. And I came back to the hostel and figured it all out. Like once, once the day was done, you know, we all came back in the evening. And that was a real sort of important moment uh, for me because I get really, I got surprisingly stressed out. Just like, I need to, the daily videos, they need to go, Argh. and um, even though I've already told you that if I don't get one done, it's fine. Uh, and it, it got to the point where it was like getting in the way of my trip. You know, it was sort of just ruining like my day in Barcelona. So, um, yeah, that was an important thing I realised, sort of like the importance of letting go, I suppose. That um, it's, it's sort of like what Charlotte was saying in that video the other week about not being attached to something just because you've already done a certain amount of time investment in it, you know, just because you've spent an hour trying to upload it. Some people would be like, well, I can't leave because I've already spent an hour on it and then that whole hour is then a waste. It's like, well, you know, every extra second is a waste that you don't decide to do that. Um, I thought, something I thought about yesterday, just offhandedly, was that if you have two wasted days, you'll have two more wasted days, you know? Like, if the last couple of days have been a bit lazy, then it's likely the next two are going to be a bit lazy. Uh, I, I put a thing on, my, on the Daily Day Instagram today that said uh, there's workmen going on outside, but it doesn't say that. <laughs> Inspirational pictures from the Daily Day. There are workmen outside. Go enjoy your life. Um, <laughs> I put a thing on it saying today's the, it's something like today's the perfect day to start living your dreams and yeah because that resonated with me as well it's easy to get into bad habits and it's easy to say well as soon as as soon as it gets around to Monday I'll start it again as soon as so and so leaves I'll, I'll start it again as soon as it's the summer as soon as it's New Year as, after my birthday I'll do it you know why you're you're a little bit closer to death every day as they might be giants famously saying, you're older than you've ever been, and now you're even older, and now you're even older, and now you're even older. You're older than you've ever been, and now you're even older, and now you're older still. So just start living the life you want to live. Thursday. Yesterday, I was walking down the street with Sarah, and she said, do you like Macklemore? And I went, what? What did you say? She went, Macklemore, you know the, the rapper guy? No, no, Macklemore. Not Macklemore, what, what, Macklemore? It just sounds horrible in your mouth. Like, why are you saying it like that? And she was like, that's how you say it, man. And I said, no, that's how 
no other person I've ever heard in the world says it apart from you. Uh, and she said, her exact words were, this is a conversation that can only be solved by the internet. So she didn't say it as badly Canadian as that. So she googled, well no, I googled how to pronounce Macklemore on her phone. It turns out she's right. And even though I know she's right, I'm still saying Macklemore. <laughs> and this is a good illustration of the principle of detachment, which is what we're going to talk about today on a daily day. Because I find it really, I, I can't, Macklemore, it sounds so wrong, doesn't it? I mean, it sounds wrong, it isn't wrong, it shouldn't sound wrong. It sounds wrong to me because it's not how I've said it. And I know I'm going to go back home and, you know, I'll see Charlotte, for example. And I'll be like, you heard the new song by Macklemore? She's going to be like, what has Europe done to you? That's not how you say it. And it's really weird. It's really strange how I've just been saying it wrong for so long that now that feels right. It's very hard for me to adjust. I, I couldn't just go, oh, turns out you're right. Well done, Sarah. Macklemore from now on. It's, I'm really struggling with <laughs> saying this word the correct way. Um, I usually am pretty good with detachment in terms of like minimalism, for example. Like if I lost things, my first, like if, if my whole bag got stolen and everything I owned was taken from me, my first instinct would be, I get to go shopping. I buy a, you know, a few new sets of clothes and whatever else it is I'm toothbrush. Um, I'm not really fast. I, I like this. This is my favourite of all my shirts that I have because it has a hood. And I think it's really cool. I bought it in Thailand, and I really love it. If I if I lost it or it, you know got destroyed or something, I also wouldn't mind. I'd be happy to know. Like that composition notebook shirt that I used to wear years ago. I love it. And I really, I would think, oh, I love that. And those black and white stripy jeans. Like, I think of me wearing those and I think, I really love that outfit. I really, like, it was really cool. But I don't miss wearing it. I'm not sad that I don't wear it now. Um, I'm just sort of happy to accept that that time was as it was and now I've moved on. Um, I think it's the same with, with memories and stuff as well, isn't it? Like, you have an experience and then... I'd, I'm not so bothered about, this is the reason why I'm travelling Europe and not really showing it to you, unless something particularly mindful happens or particularly cool, because I wanna, I don't want to be pulled out of the moment to film it, I want to just live it and experience it. And then uh, I, don't, I don't need a mem I don't need like a preservation, you know, to make sure I don't forget about it after. I think it was just what it was and it was great and now I moved on to the next thing. And hopefully I shouldn't be spending much of my life looking back on old memories because then I'm not making any new ones. Uh, and if I forget one day, then I forget. It's, that's fine too. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Um, and it's the same... What was the other thing that I was thinking earlier I'm really good at being detached about? Um, there was minimalism and then there was something else. But it's gone now. And you see, I've just got to let go of that as well. I'm not going to spend ages going, what was that thing? Ah. Oh. Shit! And you're just going to watch me for 30 seconds trying to remember something. That's going to be rubbish. Anyway, I'm really struggling with the, uh, with the Macklemore. I don't know how you guys say it, but Google it, because officially, apparently, Macklemore. Oh, it sounds so wrong. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why this, of all things, is really causing tension in my brain. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah. I like uh, 
Oh, so I've got, I was going to say, I was just going to say, that I like living in the present, that's all I was going to say, just pointless little in, aside. Um, I've got a graphic now. I've, I've been working, so, you know, you lot have been like, you need to get graphics on this channel. And then other people have been defending me, like, well, maybe it's to do with mindfulness, like he doesn't believe in the self, and so it's just like, <laughs> no, I, I do want, thank you, but I do want graphics on this channel. I, from the start, I've had a very clear idea in my head of what I want the graphics to be. And so I'm just talking to someone developing those. Um, so I've got the, the, what's it, you know, avatar, the little square picture, profile picture. That's ready. Um, they won't make much sense until you see the full thing. But it's coming along. And tomorrow I'm going to Bordeaux. Well, I'm going to Bordeaux today, but tomorrow I'm going to, from Bordeaux to Plum Village for the weekend, um, which will be really nice. I'm very happy. Have a wonderful day. Friday. Live from Bordeaux, France. This is the Daily Day. I heard yesterday about some drama that France are having with Belgium. And it was amazing. So, okay, so a bit of background. Loads of European countries have the same currency. It's called the Euro. And it's really handy. I mean, I've, I've been to Portugal, Spain and France so far. I haven't had to change up my money at any point. Um, and if you want to like release a commemorative coin some countries want to release like coins that have designs on them to celebrate special things and in order to do that i think the other eu countries have to sort of approve or if they don't want you to do it then you sort of can't because it's you're all sharing the same currency right so belgium said that they wanted to produce a commemorative two euro coin to commemorate the 200 years since the battle of waterloo uh, waterloo is a place in belgium it was a battle between England and France. England won. And France, being the loser of that battle, said, no Belgium, you can't make a coin to commemorate basically our biggest, most humiliating military defeat in history. We don't want that acknowledged, please, on a coin. Um, so that was that, we thought, for, for Belgium. And then Belgium did something wonderful that reminds me of when I looked at the chart rules and found out that you can release unlimited numbers of remixes, they they looked into the rules and they found a loophole. And the loophole is any country in Europe can can release their own individual Euro designs as long as the type of coin they're releasing is an irregular denomination. So it, like as long as it's an, an amount that no one else uses. And with that, <laughs> Belgium have invented the two euro fifty coin. It's a coin worth two euros fifty. It has a design to commemorate the Battle of Waterloo on it, and they've just printed up seventy thousand of them just to, just to put it in circulation, just to go. Do you know what, France? We don't think that's right. We're just gonna do it anyway. And that made me so happy. And I, I, <laughs> I've never known a country to be so rebellious and anarchistic. And it made me really happy. And then I looked into it and I found out Belgium are amazing. Like in 2010, um, there was a, 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 an election. That's what they call it. A general election to decide who the prime minister was going to be. And it ended up in a hung parliament, which means people, not enough people have voted for one party. The votes are split. It's sort of like what we expected to happen in the UK in the election last month, except that it didn't because the Conservatives got a majority, which I'm smiling about, but obviously I'm actually very unhappy about it. So with there being no 
a majority that all the parties basically have to form a coalition. It's where they like some of the parties agree to work together and you know join. They'll vote for the same things and for the good of the country, whatever. But the parties are so divided in Belgium that they couldn't agree <laughs> to form a coalition for 18 months. <laughs> Whoa! So for just yeah, for over a year, uh, a year and a half. That's not 18 months. For uh, for 18 months, they just couldn't. <laughs> they just they just couldn't do anything. Um, so what happened was, the old government just stayed in power with a former prime minister running it, and they they didn't make any major decisions, but they you know they kept things ticking along and everything was fine. Uh, with essentially no government, Belgium was just sorted for ages. Belgium's amazing. We should all be more like Belgium, is what I've learned. I hope you like my new graphics. If you look on all of the daily day stuff, like the YouTube page, there's also um, there's a Facebook page, uh, there's an Instagram where I upload one photo a day, same as this, like a weekday, daily Instagram. Um, and also there's a tum oh, there's Twitter as well, but Twitter's boring. And Tumblr, which is where I want to answer questions from people. Uh, if, if you could give me some, that, <laughs> that would really help with that. Um, all of those, they're all the username for all of them is that daily day, and they all have graphics now, and I'm really happy about that. I'm going to Plum Village today for the weekend, and I will see you on Monday. Au revoir!